I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 324 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action that's coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, I have an awesome guest for you guys today. Andrew East played in the NFL before becoming a YouTube star. Andrew and his wife, Olympic gold medalist Sean Johnson, have more than 1 million subscribers on their YouTube channel, which is titled The East Family. Andrew and Sean welcomed their first child back in October, which is about five months ago, and they have been vlogging about their journey as new parents, and it is so awesome to see. It's so encouraging to see a young couple celebrating family life and drawing such a huge audience because of it. Uh, They are also extremely popular on Instagram, where even the account they have set up dedicated to their dog has over a 100,000 followers. Andrew is a great ambassador for fatherhood. He could be a real inspiration to a lot of you about-to-be dads who are out there listening. So I would definitely encourage you to follow him on Instagram or let anybody that you know that's about to be a dad to follow Andrew East and Sean Johnson. Uh, Andrew will be here with me in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. And my interview with Andrew East was recorded on video, and it is available for you guys on my YouTube channel. So if you would like to watch the conversation between Andrew East and myself, please hit me with a subscribe, First Class Fatherhood, on YouTube. And watching Andrew and Sean navigate through the changes of parenthood, it reminds me so much of when my wife and I first became parents. You really learn so much about yourself and about each other as you go through all these different stages, even from that very first car ride home from the hospital to the first night that you spend at home as a new family. And I have to be honest, although it seems like uncertain times for our country and the world right now due to the whole COVID-19 epidemic, I am truly enjoying the time that I'm spending with my wife and my four children. And I pray that this is a time where families can come closer together, gather around the dinner table, and we can tighten up our family units in this country. And I think as a result of that, we're going to see some great improvements in our society as a whole. And if you're looking for some good content to listen to, other than the doom and gloom of the coronavirus, I will be hitting you guys with five episodes this week because there has been a noticeable spike in my downloads since this whole quarantine began. Um, I have been receiving some tremendous feedback, so I'm going to be hitting you guys with a full court press. Tomorrow, Sergey Urban, who has about a million YouTube subscribers with his Dad Lab channel, will be here. He does some awesome science experiments with his kids. you got to check them out. Wednesday, the first pick of the 1993 NFL Draft, Drew Bledsoe will be joining me here. He is now a big name in the world of wine. He owns his own winery, the Double Back Winery. Thursday, television and radio host Kevin Mano, who currently hosts Valentine in the Morning, a syndicated radio program out of 104.3 in Los Angeles. He's going to be here with me. And Friday, I'm going to smack you guys with a fresh Frogman Friday edition of First Class Fatherhood, coming at you with former Navy SEAL Yost Jansen, who is now a Hollywood actor and stuntman. He teaches actors how to shoot, move, and communicate. He's worked on such films as Iron Man, Transformers, American Assassin, and so many others. Don't miss out on that one. It's going to be awesome. And lock it into my Instagram account, at Alec underscore Lace, for all of the upcoming guest announcements. There's some great ones coming your way. And as always, please help me spread the word about this podcast to every father in your neighborhood or in your contact list. Let them know about the show that celebrates fatherhood and family life. Fatherhood rocks. Family values rule. And every day is Father's Day right here with me. And I'm going to be right back with Andrew East. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, the summer will be here before you know it. Are you serious about turning your dad bod into a beach bod? 
Well, former Navy SEAL and professional MMA fighter Mitch Aguiar has designed the products to help you smash your goal. Smashing Greens are an extremely nutrient-dense blend of organic superfoods with no fillers. They are designed to be taken as a daily supplement or as a complete meal replacement. All ingredients were chosen to specifically curb your hunger, maximize your energy, clear your skin, and burn fat. Visit MassiveSupplements.com or hit the link in the show notes and check out all available products, including plant-based multivitamins, Smashing Beans Organic Coffee, Protein Shakes, Power Creatine, and more. Smash your greens. Visit MassiveSupplements.com. That's M-A-S-F Supplements.com. Uh, joining me now, First Class Father, Andrew East. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Hey, good to meet you. All right, well, let's start it right here. How many kids do you have, and how old are they? Uh, I am four months into my first kid, and uh, my wife and I had it when I was uh, – her name is Drew. We have a daughter. Uh, we had her when we were both 28, and it's been a roller coaster so far. Yeah, very cool. And did, did you guys ever consider doing, like, a gender uh, gender reveal to find out what you were having during the pregnancy, or did you guys always want to wait till the end to find out? <laughs> Yeah, that was one of the the bigger arguments why my wife and I had. She was dying to find out the gender before uh, before Drew was born, and I wanted to kind of just have it as a surprise. Uh, I was talking to a couple of my teammates when I was on the Redskins when we found out uh, we were pregnant, and they were saying how special of a moment it was for them uh, when they didn't find out the gender until the moment the child was born. Uh, just to like, it's kind of your first involvement. I feel like as a dad where you can really like dive in and like be excited just because obviously we're not the, we're not the ones carrying the baby for nine months. So I'm glad we did it like we did. Yeah. I, I I've, I've experienced it both ways. We've done it where we did like sort of like a, a gender reveal where we found out what we were having and then uh, we waited till the end with one of them. So, I mean, I think no matter which way it's a blessing, no matter which way you look at it, but, but for uh, are sure. You, are you guys working on number two yet or, or not yet? You know what? My wife said just last night that she thinks she's ready to go for number two. So we'll keep you updated. All right. Right on with that. Well, that's the fun part. All right, uh, Andrew, if you could, um, please just take a minute here to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do. Yeah. So my name is Andrew East. Uh, a lot of people know me because I'm married to who I think is the most amazing woman um, in the entire world. Her name is Sean Johnson. She was an Olympic gold medalist. Um, but I went to Vanderbilt University and played football there which is how uh, she and I met, essentially. And then I went on to um, play in the NFL, bounced around a couple different teams for five years and ended uh, with the Redskins. And now we have uh, a bunch of digital media shows that we put on. We have a, a YouTube channel uh, that kind of chronicles our, you know, the whole pregnancy process that we went through and what it's like raising our first child. We do some vlogs and then some trending videos as well. And we also have a podcast uh, called Couple Things that has been a blast to do together yeah very cool now what has the experience like you what has it been like i know it's your four months into this uh how has becoming a dad kind of changed your perspective on life here it's amazing um it's cool when i feel like when i was first married to sean you kind of realize another level of love where it's like oh, okay you know you really you really realize that uh you need to be selfless and there's something like amazingly fulfilling about not just focusing on yourself but like considering someone else your wife um and having a child i feel like is the next step in that just because there's so many there's so many instances where uh you're challenged by oh my gosh it's 2 a.m and she's crying again and like can't my wife just 
just take care of it this time. But um, it's like been a really fun role for me to step into just trying to do as much as I can to help my wife out because, you know, we're both stressed, we're both tired and uh, we're both trying to figure it out. So it's, it's like this amazing project that my wife and I get to work on and we're having a blast so far. Yeah, well said. And I know, unfortunately, you guys, uh, you know, suffered a miscarriage. My wife and I, we've been through several of those. and I know how devastating they are. Uh, you guys were very transparent about it. You put out a video about it. What was sort of the reaction you got to coming out with that video? And how much did that affect um, your pregnancy with Drew? Yeah, well, I hate that it happened to you as well. But it is amazing how common it is. I think one third of pregnancies end in a miscarriage. And um, so, like I said, we, we vlog. And so uh, we kind of created this video because it was supposed to be um, a video about my wife telling me that she was pregnant, but it ended up that the, the morning after she let me know that she was pregnant, uh, we went to the doctor because she wasn't feeling well and, and it ended up being a miscarriage. And so, you know, it was a, such a tough thing to, to be there with Sean, who had known she was pregnant for like a week or two. And like, you kind of, finding out you're pregnant for the first time is such a roller coaster in and of itself where, you know, you're kind of scared at first and then you're like, Oh my gosh, I don't think I'm prepared. And then it, you go from kind of like the almost denial version of it to you start getting excited and you start dreaming about, Oh, what, what, what should we name the child? And like, you start looking at baby clothes and it's like fun. And so she was at that point. And then to find out so quickly that it was a mis miscarriage, um, was, was really difficult for her. And, and I think a lot of times the, the woman feels like it's it's her fault that there there might have been a miscarriage. Like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have eaten that, or maybe I exercise. Like, you know, there's so many things that there's so many papers that say if you do this, then it's not going to end well. And and I think there's a lot of fear instilled in, in women, but it's not it's not the the woman's fault at all. Just sometimes it doesn't work out, and that's okay. And so um, going into the second pregnancy, when we found out, it was. Um, it was special because it was in some ways, you know, like a full circle experience of like, okay, well, like, wow, this is, this is great that we get to experience this again. Um, but I think we were hesitant to like fully dive into that excited, um, the, the excitement phase just because we, you don't, you don't know how it's going to end. But I think, I think from the moment you find out you're going to be pregnant till the end of your life, that's kind of a good, from what I'm aware of so far it's kind of a good representation of like, Hey, you know what? You don't know how things are going to go, but, uh, all you can, all you can do is pray for the best and, uh, and put your best foot forward. And so that's kind of the attitude we've tried to have. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. It definitely makes you uh, put things in better perspective. I know just like once you get out of that first trimester, you start to have a little bit of breath of fresh air and then, you know, you don't really, mm -hmm. you know, we, we were high risk pregnancy, which my wife was for all four. So it's a, it's definitely a blessing when you actually go full term and have the baby. It's such a miracle that it even happens. But especially when you oh go through things like that, yeah, it gives you yeah. an appreciation for it. Um, what was that first uh, car ride home like from the hospital for you bringing the baby home? Because I know as a dad, first time, that's a little nerve wracking. What was that like for you? Oh my gosh, it was it was uh, terrifying. I'd never I'd never noticed how many reckless drivers are out there on the road. But um, we had this realization that like, how much fun is this that you know, my wife and I were, were just so ecstatic that, Hey, this is Drew's first car ride. And we were so excited about that. And then we realized like, how much fun is this going to be that now everything we experience with her is going to be her first. And it's like, you get to experience things in such a, a 
different and fun way because now you have this little human who's never who's never uh been through any of it so you kind of get to help them navigate it and shape their perspective to some degree and um yeah it was a blast well, right now, obviously, the whole country, the whole world here, we're dealing with this uh, uh, global pandemic with this coronavirus. How have you guys uh, been kind of handling it over there? What are you hunkered down or how are you guys treating it? Yeah, we, we've definitely um, adhered to the quarantine um, as much as we as as we can. Um, I feel like maybe our emotional journey with the whole thing mirrors what a lot of people went through, where it was like, Oh, it's not a big deal. And then all of a sudden it's a big deal. And you, and then you experience this fear and, and the uncertainty is kind of overwhelming. Um, but to a certain extent, just like, just like finding out you're pregnant, it's like, Hey, you know what? You don't know how this is going to end, but all we can do is, is control what we can control, which is protecting our daughter first. And then making sure that, uh, making sure that we're, we're not interacting with too many people. And, um, it's been wild, man. I never certainly lived through anything like this. Never thought I would, but we're doing it. Yeah, yeah. None of us did. Yeah, I, I, like many parents across the world here, I've added a homeschool teacher to my resume here. So I got all four of them. <laughs> yeah. It's been quite an experience. Uh, and, and you know what? Obviously, the Olympics, they've been pushed back here now until 2021, which is just bizarre to even hear that. Um, obviously, you know, your wife, you know, crushed the Olympics in Beijing back in 08. Did you, uh, were you watching that live when that all went down? You guys were together at that point or, or not just yet? No, I missed her whole gymnastics career. Um, it's, it's, a, I think, a good thing and a bad thing, maybe. I, I don't know how it would have affected us if, if we were, she was 16 when she was in the Olympics. So we didn't meet until she was, uh, I don't know, 22, maybe. Um, but yeah, it's absolutely wild. I mean, we're supposed to be sitting here watching March Madness right now and, that obviously I canceled. So I'm, uh, I'm interested to see how it pans out, but I, I think it's probably the right call given the circumstances. Yeah. Now you guys, obviously you're very popular on social media, Instagram. I mean, even your daughter's page, even your dog's page has a hundred thousand uh, followers there on Instagram. So uh, you got a really huge following on there. You know, now some, some people, especially celebrities, they don't like to even show their kids on social media. You guys went the extreme of the way with that. What was the genesis of you guys deciding to uh, start vlogging your experience and sharing uh, your journey with the world? Nothing beats an American flag made in the USA, right? Well, how about an American flag made in the USA by veterans out of duty-worn fatigues from all branches of the military? That is exactly what you get with Combat Flags. Combat Flags are handcrafted from duty-worn fatigues and offer a tangible piece of freedom to the American people. Each flag is accompanied by a professionally designed and printed card that tells the story of service of a soldier, marine, airman, sailor, or coastie who wore the fatigues used to make the flag. They are the real deal, Dad, so what are you waiting for? Visit CombatFlags.com and use the promo code FATHER, and First Class Fatherhood listeners will save 10% off their purchase. Veteran-owned, American-made. CombatFlags.com, promo code FATHER. You know, now, some, some people, especially celebrities, they don't like to even show their kids on social media. You guys went the extreme of the way with that. What was the genesis of you guys deciding to uh, start vlogging your experience and sharing uh, your journey with the world? Yeah, gosh, it's been uh, we've we've tried to do it thoughtfully and um, really discerningly, uh, not saying we've done it perfectly by any means. But um, we had a lot of conversations with 
do do we want people to see Drew's face? Do we want her to know who she? Uh, do we want the world to know you know who she is and what she looks like? And um, I think you know no one's really lived in this age of social media before the past ten years, and so we're we're trying to figure it out ourselves as we go along. But um, we are we have a lot of conversations, probably at least two a week of like, Hey, is this the right thing to do? Like, do we need to share this? Um, is this too much? But I think to a certain extent, um, as soon as we put out that, that miscarriage video, we realized, uh, gosh, there was, there's this overwhelming response of like, thank you for sharing this. Like, this is, uh, this is something I've been through and I've never really like known how to cope with it. And so just seeing how you went through it was, was really helpful to me. And that was like, tens of thousands of responses like that, um, which was amazing. And we realized that, you know, my wife has had this loyal following of, as a professional gymnast since she started when she was 12 years old. And I think there's so many people invested in her and she has so much respect from, from so many people that uh, our stances, you know, hey, we'll to the best of our ability, show the things that we've been going through, whether it's like celebrating the second pregnancy or sharing the struggle with that first pregnancy um, and share the good things and the bad things. But in everything, try to have like this, uh, this kind of undertone of hope. And uh, so, you know, at the end of the day, we, we're, we, we are very conscious on, on how we shape our content. Um, but yeah, we're, we're figuring it out one step at a time. Yeah, and I, I absolutely love what you do. I think it's great to put the spotlight on fatherhood, on motherhood, on parenting and family, just because I think we need that so much right now in our country. I mean, we, we got a fatherless crisis going on in our country. Way too many kids are growing up without a dad in their home, in their yeah. life, and uh, it's having devastating effects on our society. So I think anything that we could do here to kind of spotlight and show, hey, look, you know, our society's kind of gone backwards in a way where it's like years ago people had – you know, bigger families and smaller places to live. And now today people have bigger places to live and smaller families. And I think somewhere along the line, we've got those priorities skewed. So I love the fact that mm -hmm. it spotlights the family and celebrates it. So, um, what is, uh, what, what does your bedtime routine look like now? Are you a, a lullaby guy here? Are you a, a storyteller or a book reader? How do you kind of handle <laughs> bedtime? Dude, bedtime is the best. It's my favorite time <laughs> of the, the day. Uh, we give we give Drew a little bath, and she loves bath time. Um, and then my wife will usually feed Drew while I while I read a, a story. We we just finished the Jesus Storybook Bible, um, and then we've been reading Dr. Seuss as well. Um, I've been singing a lot more because she respond Drew responds to it as a four month old, and so I feel like I'm singing nonstop. But I'm starting to, to kind of learn the lyrics to the Disney songs, which I'm sure will stick around for the next 20 years or so uh, until she's out of the house. But, uh, yeah, bedtime's the best, man. Yeah, definitely one of the things I miss as they get older. Um, I, I definitely miss that, being able to tuck them in, sing them a song at night, and read them. It's a very, very awesome bonding moment. What are, what, are, what are some of the top values that you're hoping to instill in your daughter? Gosh, I love that question. Um, I feel like what my dad uh, did for me was like he sacrificed everything he could to like allow me to believe that I could do anything. So like whatever the crazy thing was that I was into at the time, whether it was playing trumpet or cycling or football, um, he would drive me across the country if I wanted to go to an event. And um, looking back on it, and knowing the work that he does, I, I have a hard time fathoming how much he sacrificed uh, to, to just 
make that happen and to like allow me to follow my passions. Um, so I definitely want, I'm, I'm excited to be a girl dad. I, I really wanted to have a girl. Um, and I'm pumped. I just feel like it's such an awesome, unique time to, to be raising a woman. And I want her to like know that she's a boss and she can accomplish anything. And I want her to be respectful while she, do, while she does it. And I want her to be extremely considerate while she does it. But I want her to know that, um, you know, she is, she is wildly capable of achieving whatever she wants to. Yeah, well said. Yeah, we had our three boys first, then we got our girl. And I love being a girl dad myself now. She's my baby. She's only five years old now, but uh, she runs oh, the man. show over here. <laughs> yeah. Um, what has the support system been from your family, um, you know, uh, on both sides? You guys have the support because we know it, it takes a village to raise a child and, and everybody has their own sort of philosophy on how things should be done. So uh, what type of response have you gotten from the families and do you have the help that you need over there? Yeah, it's it's awesome. Uh, Sean's parents actually moved down from Iowa to be now they're 15 minutes away and uh, her mom comes over every day to, to help watch Drew and she loves that. Sean loves that. It's it's been awesome. It's like really good for us. My parents live four hours away and they've come down probably once a month. Um, but gosh, I I've been so um, humbled by the fact that my wife and I have quite literally all of the the tools that we could have that we could ever ask for to, to successfully raise a child. And like, you know, we have the, we have the time, the flexibility, we have the in-laws the support system and all these different things. And I look at, and I think about these single moms or these single parents who are, you know, working three jobs and like, it blows my mind. So it's hard for us. It's still hard for us. And we have all of these different things I have uh, so much empathy and we're, my wife and I are brainstorming ways that we can help support those people um, that, that could really use it. Just like whether it's just one hour of like being away so that they can focus on like, you know, if they want to read a book or like these parents that are so, so all in on, on just the, the tax that need to be done as you raise a kid. So um, I'm super thankful for the support system that we have. And um, I feel like we're very blessed. Yeah, right on with that. Well, you guys have had, you know, uh, a lot of success here with all the uh, online presence. What kind of, uh, where do you see this thing going? What kind of goals or plans do you have here for yourselves for the future? Yeah, um, so part of the discussion that Sean and I have had, and the reason we started our uh, podcast, actually, is because we don't want Drew to be the only, we don't want our daughter to be the only, uh, you know, uh, f subject of our content. Um, so we've created this couples podcast to kind of like talk about Sean and I's marriage. Um, everybody loves babies. And like, if, if we just made videos about Drew, I'm sure they would like, you know, a lot of people would want to watch them and it's tempting to kind of walk down that path. But again, we've tried to be thoughtful and like, Hey, let's focus the content on like how the parenting aspect of this has affected us and not like force her into, into our work essentially. Um, so I think what's next is, you know, we're just going to try to figure it out and we'll probably document it along the way, but we have, um, uh, a lot of fun projects. I really admire what you're doing with this show. It's kind of the same, um, mission that, that my wife and I have and just trying to instill like positive fa family values that, um, I feel like, like you said, our, our society is moving away from. So, um, we're on the same path there. Yeah, very cool. Um, last thing I want to hit you with here, Andrew, uh, I love to ask all the dads I get on the podcast. I know you're 
you're fairly new into the game here, so I'm curious to hear your response. Uh, what type of advice do you have for the new dad or for that about-to-be father who's out there listening? Oh, gosh. Um, well, the first thing that comes to mind is uh, this is so cliche, but, like, Drew changes literally every day. The kids change so fast, especially, you know, these first I imagine it doesn't really change much. But, like, I've really been challenged with the fact of, oh, like, I want to I wanna still work really hard and, you know, pr- and grow my career, but never, ever do that at the expense of uh, spending time with your child. Because looking back on baby photos, my wife and I just were doing this last night. She, our daughter's grown so much. And you'll never get that back. So just realize that that's the number one priority and, um, and work to keep it that way. Yeah. Very well said. I love the message. I love what you're doing. It's been an honor for me to have you on the podcast here. Andrew East, you're a first class father all the way. And thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time on first class fatherhood. Hey, thanks for having me. Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I got to give a special thank you once again to Andrew East for giving me a few minutes of his time here. That was so cool. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys, or drop me that DM on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. I always love to read your feedback. Lock it in. A lot more action coming your way this week. Tomorrow on the podcast, Sergey Urban, the founder of the Dad Lab. You got to check him out on YouTube. He does these awesome science experiments with his kids. They're very simple with things you can find around the house. Don't miss out on that one tomorrow. Wednesday, former first-round pick of the NFL Draft in 1993. Three, Drew Bledsoe will be here. Thursday, we have radio and TV host Kevin Mano. And Friday, a Fresh Frogman Friday edition with Yost Jansen joining me here on the podcast. All right. I uh, hope you guys stay safe and stay healthy out there. That's all I got for you guys today. I'm Alec Lace. Thank you for listening to First Place Fatherhood. And please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are first class fathers. <laughs>